could do as far as dealing with uh, maybe a bad decision and it wasn't my decision but it came from the top and everybody else yeah. now is yeah. having to deal with this and maybe it's all of a sudden affecting my people that work for me and negatively and 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 so I thought well if I'm gonna have to you know fix a problem then it needs to be my problem yeah, that I created and yeah. so, so Hello and welcome everyone to episode 20 of Yellow Colored Glasses. Um, just like always, we are going to start off with a review for you guys. Um, this one comes from Amanda D. They are the go-to agency. They will take care of all of your insurance needs. We have multiple policies with them and they shopped around to get us the best deal on all of them. It doesn't matter which agent you get because all four of them are awesome now six, at quickly answering any and all of your questions or concerns. We switched in October of 2021, 2021's when we opened, and we have and still would recommend Warren Amounts Agency to everyone. Thank you, Jake, Michaela, Amanda, and Dustin. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you. That was a really good Amanda review. Amanda D., thank you. <laughs> thank you, Amanda, for reading. Thank you, Amanda D., for the review. Thank you, everybody, all Amanda's involved. <laughs> um, so today, you guys, on our episode, we have the owner, Lisa Hoffman, from Willow Boutique, downtown Pleasant Hill. So if Lisa, you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your history as far as what brought you to opening a boutique, yeah. um, those kinds of yeah. things. If you just want to take it away and we'll go yeah. from there. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. This is fun and different and outside of my comfort zone. So I thought, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of put her on the spot when I showed up and asked. <laughs> and I tell people, you know, I've told a couple people, and they're like, why did you agree to it? And I'm like, because it's, you know, I want to stretch myself. So, yeah, um, but anyway, so it's fun. And I like you. You're great. You're one of my little customers. <laughs> um, yeah. So as far as myself, I opened Willow um, March 4th of 2020. So wow. right before all the COVID, you know, was, we were hearing about it, but would it really come to the U.S., you know? And so we were open 10 days and uh, closed down. So it was um, an interesting time um, as far as my background. I was a district manager pretty much my entire adult year life. Um, ever since I was 18, I was working in retail, but I was store manager of a store like 19 and moved into a DM position really quickly and I'd always done that and ran multi-store um, units and worked with you know clothing and knew the process and um, it was just one of those things where I always wanted to have my own business and growing up my my dad owned a business and so I knew small business uh, as far as you know what it took it, it takes a lot of grit and it's not easy and it's not for the faint of heart, no. you know. It's a roller coaster ride, just like they say. And one day you're feeling really, really amazing and God, I'm so smart. Oh, I have such a good decision. <laughs> and then the next day you're thinking, Oh my god, I'm so stupid. Like why what what is wrong? Yeah. You know? And I have no idea what she's talking about. Uh, uh <laughs> I wish I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> right, that right. was totally a joke. We yeah. Yeah. There are yeah. definitely days where whew, 
yeah. feel really dumb. Yeah, and then, and then, you know, I just keep reminding myself, well, I, I felt this way before, and then the next day something great happens. Mm-hmm. It could be a review like that mm-hmm. from Amanda. It could be, you know, all of a sudden you have an amazing day and everybody comes in and wants your yeah. services, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I, I'd always wanted my own business and, you know, I'm, I was 50 years old when I made a change. I'd been at my company for over 20 years. Wow, and that's awesome. You know, which is seems really old to be making a change in life, but for me, I kept thinking, I don't want to do that for another 15 years, and I've always yeah. wanted my own business. Like, what am I waiting for? Is someone going to hand me something? So I have to do something about that, and um, make a change. And that's and so, so that's how cool. probably about 2018 is when I really started putting things in place. Of wow. um, I'm serious about this, and um, probably like late 2018, uh, my mom had passed away, and so. Just in that time, you do a lot of reflecting mm-hmm. on growing up and learning more about my dad opening his business inspired me because I, I kind of found out when she was sharing things like he was a risk taker. I never knew my dad yeah. would be a risk taker, but she shared some stories that were, I thought, wow, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, my That's dad so did that. Cool. And um, I thought, well, I've never really, like, have I taken a risk in my life, you know, I don't really think I have, you know, I've been very calculated and, you know, as far as what I wanted to do and I was patient, but I I thought, well, this is the time, like this is, Mm -hmm. this is your time. You're never going to have this chance again. So, you know, that's kind of props to you absolutely. because I mean, I think about my mom, no offense, mom, um, but like just taking that risk at an age that you're looking you're closer and closer to right. retirement like is right. it is it worth doing that now but it is i mean because it's it something is. you've dreamed of doing and it's that risk that you took so yeah give yeah. yourself a pat on the back for that for whatever sure. you're talking about dreams and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that i feel like it's always worth it and to piggyback off of what amanda was just saying you know i would before starting this i was in dentistry for seven years and i feel like that was kind of a you know, switching gears. Mm-hmm. And so to go, you know, from being with a company for 20 years and into owning your own boutique, kudos, props, a round yeah. of applause. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, you know, and I think for anybody, it, it's it's something that, um, you know, we're being 50, like you said, I'm only 15 years away from being done. Right. But, you know, you think um, <laughs> that's a long time still, it right? Really I was is, like, yeah. I'm not that close to it. And so you, you think, well, I really can't afford not to. I, I want to be happy and, you know, I, I want to really love what I'm doing and I love the people I worked with. But, you know, it was a really stressful job. And so um, I kept thinking, well, I don't mind stress, but I... If if I'm going to have to do the, some of the, some of the things that we were having to do as far as dealing with uh, maybe a bad decision and wasn't my decision but it came from the top and everybody else yeah. now is yeah. having to deal with this and maybe it's all of a sudden affecting my people that work for me and negatively and 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 so I thought well if I'm going to have to you know fix a problem then it needs to be my problem yeah, that I created. And yeah. So, so um, yeah, it's just like I can't afford not to. I'm going to do this. So yeah. so are you actually from Pleasant Hill? Not. I okay. grew, grew up in Nebraska, but I landed in Kansas City like, I don't know, 28 years ago or okay. so. And I've lived in Lee Summit for like the last 20 years. Okay. So, so if you live in Lee Summit, why Pleasant yeah. Hill for your business? 
I, everybody asks me that. So, you know, initially, first off, I thought, okay, Lee Summit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, there are a lot of boutiques like mine. And um, I don't know, things happen for a reason sometimes. Mm-hmm. And things were just kind of stacking up as I was formulating my business plan. And location was one of them. And I, I had something click in my head one day. And I thought, well, why, why am I not looking at a smaller community? Because, um, you know, I could be maybe one of the first boutiques in a smaller community that's on the rise. Yeah, right. Was my, my vision. And I like to be a part of something. So a couple neighbors moved to Pleasant Hill. And I'd been here before. My older son was a wrestler, so we'd been here for wrestling tournaments okay. every once in a while. I had driven through the downtown years before. And it just kind of all came back to me like, I should check out Pleasant Hill again. And one thing led to another. I wanted to buy a place. So Lee Summit was not the place for me. You know, that was going to be rent, and that was not going to fit into what I wanted to do. I wanted to own it, you know, okay. from, from bricks on up. And, you know, yeah, I met people, like, got out there, met a business owner down there. She gave me a couple names of people that might be selling their buildings. And one thing led to another, and I also saw that, you know, did my research, Pleasant Hill is really growing. Mm-hmm. Demographic is younger than the average in Missouri. And I thought that fit my profile of what I wanted to do quite nicely. Um, and, and as far as the downtown, Pleasant Hill, I love, I wanted to be in a historic area. Okay. And, you know, I had all these yeah. things I wanted. And I was like, I wanted to be in a historic area. And I've lived in Lee Summit. I've seen Lee Summit be nothing you know, vacant buildings mm-hmm. to what it is mm-hmm. now, right? Right. And um, I thought, well, that, I knew that Pleasant Hill was also doing the same program as Lee Summit, and I thought, well, this would be really exciting to be a part of of that growth. Yeah. Because those are the things that I thrive on, is change and growing and teaching, and what's what I did in my old job, yeah. but I still, I don't know, like collaborating, you know, yeah. and and so yeah. I thought, well, this is great because then I can get I can get on a committee or I can, <laughs> I can do this or do that or whatever yeah. they need me to do, I'll do it because I'm just that dumb sometimes. <laughs> no, that's amazing. No, that's awesome. That is awesome. It's but, actually really nice to sit down and talk to you and hear these things because mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been in the store several times, right. but I had no idea. So. I know over the last year you moved locations, right. correct? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so when I first started out, I was um, on Wyoming Street, right next to the museum. And okay. that was I, I purchased that building from somebody in town and you know, we became friends. It was so that that is another thing about Pleasant Hill is it reminded me of home. Okay. And so it just felt right. Like I grew up in a town of a thousand people. So, oh, wow. you know, mm-hmm. Pleasant Hill is actually much bigger than what yeah. I ever experienced. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but the people are the same. And I think that's what's really unique too, is um, everyone here is so nice. It does remind me of being in a really small community. I I always joke with a lot of a lot of you, you know, as I learn your family trees, you know, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I'll see you come in with somebody and then they'll come uh-huh. in with someone else. I'll find out you're all related. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's kind of, it's fun. And I, and I really have enjoyed these three years, you know, some of my customers have had babies and they come in and they tell me they're pregnant or they show me the baby and it's, or they're a grandparent for the first time. And it's yeah. really what kind of like warms my heart. And you know, this sounds really like gushy but um, <laughs> it's it's what I needed and wanted as a reason to make a change 
you know, to be a part of something different than I had been. But um, yeah, so I opened up over there and grew out of the space, really. It was a little bit too small. Uh, you know, didn't have enough fitting rooms and didn't have a nice bathroom for my customers. And people were starting to drive to Pleasant Hill to come to my boutique. Well, they need some nice things. And so luckily something came available across the street and I was able to purchase it and uh, we redid it. And now we're over there. Wow. That's a fast transition. I mean, only mm-hmm. in 2020 to start and then to, you know, start off in a in one building. Now you're in another one. I mean, that's... That's amazing. Well, it's scary because, you know, I I did move quickly on all of that because I knew I needed to. Yeah. Um, Because I I wanted to be in Pleasant Hill and I felt like if I went, if I didn't put the pedal to the metal on purchasing that building, it fit what I needed Mm -hmm. perfectly. And so the value was there for me. And I felt like if I didn't move quickly, then somebody else would and I would, you know, I wouldn't be able to grow my business like I wanted to. And, um... Yeah, so it's really scary because, you know, it's not paid for. And you, don't, yeah, and you just, and you never know what's going to do or what, like, yeah. what's going to happen. And to go back on what you just said about being gushy, I feel like insurance agents can, like, particularly relate to this because yeah. we're so heavily involved with, like, life-changing decisions. Yes. Buying a house, right. buying a new car, you get married. And it's so yeah. fun to, like, you know, yeah. watch your clients' lives unfold and to mm-hmm. kind of be a part of this. You know, someone comes in because they're going on a on a date and they're coming in to buy a new outfit yeah. or something. You know, it's so fun to be involved yeah. in people's yeah. lives like that. That's, it's funny you say that, buy a new outfit for a date or whatever. The first time I ever went in to your boutique was the night that Hunter had a show down yeah. at Legends. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I it ended up being really cold that day, but mm-hmm. I wanted something cute. Yeah. So I went in and I was like, I'm just going to go check this place out. I've never been in there. And yeah. so, I mean, we talked that day and you knew that's my only family connection in town because I'm not from here, uh-huh. but you yeah. know that Hunter's my brother-in-law. So yeah. it was all because of something like that. So. Yeah. He's yeah. like a celebrity. I see his signs. And so, yeah, I don't know how we got on that conversation that day, but it, oh, yeah. oh, is Hunter your, you know, yeah. oh, yeah. you're going to him? Because I'd seen it advertised and, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. I just, it is fun connecting and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, getting to know people like that is what makes the job a lot of fun. So, you, we obviously, like, we were talking before we started the podcast and, um, you said something about your purse. What are you doing with your purse right now? You're checking it? Like, you're you're like, are you, like, checking the integrity of it? Oh, I was joking. Um, we have, <laughs> Dang, no. I, I totally thought you were being serious. I was well, going to be like, oh, my God, I mean, that's I, amazing. I can be serious about it if you want me to. No, 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 no. <laughs> whatever, whatever your It's a personal testimony. Is. It is a personal testimony. No, we have the same purse, and it's from Willow. And I was joking that I am I am testing the boundaries of how strong the clasp is and the stitching because I'm stuffing it. I mean, I'm, I totally yeah. misunderstood you. Okay, yeah. I thought she was saying that she was like testing out this product to see if she wanted to sell it in her store, which then made me think, okay, maybe they're not the exact same purse. But you were, you were, you yeah. were I get it's, it. I'm it's, sorry. It's <laughs> passing with flying colors. It <laughs> only weighs 10 pounds and it's about this big. Yeah, so yeah. It's a it great is, product. It great is quality. Oh, that's funny. Um, I was going to say something earlier, and I completely lost it. So tell us more about the retail industries. We're in a little bit different industries. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're in insurance, a lot of servicing. 
Um, what, how does that process look for you? Like what, what exactly do you do to um, bring in product? And yeah, what does that look like? Yeah, well, you know, I'm still learning. I'm sure yeah. whatever I'm doing is probably not what <laughs> there'll probably be a boutique owner out there going, that's she's doing it all wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, no I mean, I, I came from, you know, um, multi chain. So all of our sourcing and distribution came from overseas, wasn't involved in any of that. But I know the, the life cycle, you know, of what okay. it takes. So for me, it was starting off at market. So, you know, I go to market. Okay. Um, I don't have to go to market, but, you know, it's it's nice to go to market when I can to check out new vendors. There's so many vendors. I, I want to be unique. And, you, you know, I, I want you to be able to find something at my boutique that you're not going to find somewhere else. But you will. Because, you know, we all shop maybe the same vendors. And, um, you know, so anyway, I try to be unique and I try to keep that in mind when I'm buying something. And I, you know, deliberately think, okay, I don't, I like, this is a little different. And yes. um, mm -hmm. this is maybe a vendor that I haven't seen everyone else carrying. And hopefully they don't decide uh -huh. to carry it because I, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you just sure. have to stay ahead of it and you have to keep changing. But, um, yeah, you just get to know the vendors and how it fits and does it fit for my customer. Okay, um, right. One of the things that I wanted to open a boutique because I, you know, I love shopping. That's my hobby. I don't really have any other hobbies. <laughs> oh my God. And so, I like my relatable. spirit animal. Yes. And, and you know what? I, I do say that to my customers because a lot of times, you know, we, as moms and wives, we feel bad because maybe we spent a little too much on clothes. I'm like, well, what do you, does your husband hunt? Does he golf? Because those are expensive yeah. hobbies. And yeah. For me, this is my hobby. So, you know, I like it. It's what I collect. I love this right now because oh. I don't really do anything. Like, hobby-wise. Yeah. This is totally my so. argument. I don't have kids. But this is totally my argument to myself. Like, the conversation that you're speaking out loud is the legit conversation that I have inside my head. I'm like, okay, you know what? Jake does this whole fantasy football thing. And he does this golf, this uh, golfing thing. You know what? I feel like I could have a shopping thing. There we go. If it all works into your budget, you know, and it makes you happy, you do it. If you yeah. don't like clothes, and you don't like my, you know, like my sister in law doesn't really enjoy it. It's fine. She has other things she likes to do. Her now her daughters too. So my nieces. You know, <laughs> we have a great time together. And yeah. she, I'm sure you she do. She happily, you know, always used to let them go shopping with me because I I worked at a children's store. So Aww. when they were kids, they got you know we had a lot of fun. Yeah, that's funny. Aunt Lisa worked there, but um. Yeah, it's it's uh, just fun, and I kind of forgot my train of thought. But um, um, you got into um, fashion because you loved shopping, right? Yeah, um, and I went to school for that. I went to school for fashion merchandising okay. and marketing. Oh, interesting. But um, as far as the vendors, is just trying to find something that fits. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say because you know going to boutiques a lot of times, and you guys wouldn't know because you are you tiny little figures, so everything <laughs> looks good. But when you're in double digits like I am or like the average woman is, it can be discouraging to go to a boutique because things typically run 
very small, or that's what I would run into if I want if I was going to put a large on. It was really super tight, and mm. I'm like, oh well, I can't, you know. So it was not fun, and I wanted to try to um, appeal to all sizes, uh-huh. and I carry all sizes. And part of that is learning the vendors because some vendors will run really big, and some will run really small. Yeah, so yeah. I'm working towards that average size woman to make sure that she can come in and For find sure. something in the store. Yeah. So. That's amazing. For sure, that's so cool. I love that. I feel like there's so much more awareness in sizing coming to fruition. I've heard of brands um, basically not cutting deals with like Dillard's and Macy's and, you know, big places like that. Because if you're not going to carry all the sizes in one section, then they Mm -hmm. don't want to be a part of it. Because they would put, you know, these sizes in this section and then if you're this size, you go over to this section. Mm -hmm. No. All the sizes go in one section, mm-hmm. and you carry all the sizes in that one section. And mm-hmm. it's it's a testament, and I think that's so cool that um, that type of awareness and that type of conversation mm-hmm. is happening. Yeah, um, It's hard to cool. do. It's hard to do, though, like even for a big box because, you know, um, when you're trying to, you know, big box, they struggle, too, because if you see, you know, they don't carry petites anymore, you maybe have to go online for talls mm-hmm. or petites uh-huh. because now the buying pattern with the customer is very much online so you also have to be very careful that you're not stuck with inventory if you go yeah, too sure. yeah, too broad true. with your assortment and too deep in your sizing yeah um then now i can't get i can't get fresh new things in because i've got all this product to sell so that is that is a really a challenge is trying uh-huh. to and not and i encounter that you know because i mm-hmm. not every vendor will will carry oversized sure so i can't always get the same thing in all yeah. sizes i love that and yeah. i try i try to um when i can find a really you know what i think is a really great piece that every single right. person's going to want it's going to look good on everybody mm-hmm. and um i try that but then when that's not available like i said i i know my vendors if some run a little bit bigger i know i can do go to the left and get the small through the extra larges and it's actually going to size up and yeah and cover yeah. more space but yeah it is a challenge I believe because it. you can only carry so much in your store yeah without taking a huge hit then. Yeah. Right. and right. you do yeah. see that in the big box now too you know uh-huh. I feel but, like you're very knowledgeable about the products you have which is is basically what you're saying is that when you go to these vendors you're making sure you know how their products fit because yeah. I know like there's been a couple times I've been in there and you're like, well, this runs a little bit big or this runs a little small. So you, you're able to help people figure out what size they need based on the product. And mm-hmm. that's because you've done your research. Yeah. So props to you on that yeah. for sure. That's important to the consumer Yeah. to know if, if a product is running small or big. I mean, I'm sure you guys have mm-hmm. all been online wherever and you it's nice to know you know if it runs a little bit big so yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah Yeah. so you say that one of your challenges is just making sure you're keeping your inventory good what other challenges have you faced in your industry or with owning your own business obviously 2020 was an adjustment I'm sure but challenge wise what Oh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> um, that's hard. So I will say, first off, um, strangely enough, COVID was the adverse effect for me because okay. we're in a county at the time that didn't require a mask. And so mm-hmm. everyone flocked here. 
okay. to escape the mask. So our traffic was really, so for our first year we had high traffic. And I, and I can't speak for any other businesses, but right. I, I think probably everyone probably experienced that. And, you know, then you definitely see, you know, once things opened up mm-hmm. a bit more and people could go in their own radius, you know, three mile radius of shopping, then the traffic shifts a little bit. So that's a challenge, mm-hmm. you know, so um, where, where other people, maybe if you were in Jackson County, you had the opposite. No one was shopping, right? Right. So I was fortunate in that and I'm glad that I didn't know there was going to be a pandemic shutting me down. <laughs> Because that might have held me back from opening, and it actually probably, I mean, I feel bad saying it probably helped me, because it, people then learned who I was, you know, because yeah, they came yeah. to Pleasant Hill, and they might have discovered me through a friend who'd also been shopping. So, yeah, um, yeah so traffic is always going to be a, a challenge, mm-hmm. I think, for any retailer or business. Um Social media is a challenge for me. <laughs> I'm in that age bracket where it's, I'm learning it. My nine-year-old, I don't know how he does it, but he knows how he's coding and doing. Coding. Yeah. That, that right there goes over my head. Yeah. I can click some buttons, I hardly but... even know what coding means. <laughs> yeah, and they have all their, you know, they have all their little lingo and games and so it's fun and I feel like maybe I should just put him in charge of <laughs> social media because he would be able to handle it so that's that's something different and it's not comfortable for me yeah. like coming on you right know. right but um you know you have to do it and it's ever-changing like we were talking about the algorithms you know right, just right. things popping up and all of a yeah. sudden I'm getting to see more of your podcasts are coming across because yeah. yeah you know we collaborated on something so yeah for yeah. sure yeah for sure. It's it's a weird thing to understand that algorithm. Sometimes we'll do reels and we're like, this is going to be it. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one that's just going to... And then nothing and happens. five views Flop. later. Five <laughs> views later, exactly. Six. So let's just say six. The six of us in the office have viewed the... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, six um, views. But then we'll make some ridiculous... At a, you know, something dumb, 5,000 views. This doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. no one gets it. I don't, yeah, I know. I, I, I agree with you. That's we so used to, there's a few business owners we kind of laugh about. Well, I'm going to put a meme out today and it'll get way more likes than any of my clothing has. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's, it's, but people are looking and that's, that's something too. Um, you know, I'm sure you probably run into this. People want to give you advice, right? And, you know, I'm still learning and, right. you know, and, and so you kind of go, oh, well, sometimes the likes, you know, it, it's the right, views. Right. Yeah, I've learned, okay, don't, don't worry about the likes, but hopefully people are seeing it. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Go for it. <clears throat> I honestly, we joke about the views and we, yeah. you know, yeah. but I try to not even get tied up in the views so much because I feel like. You can you can confuse yourself with it, yeah. and you can um, start comparing yourself to what this you know so and so is doing that down the block. And it's like you know what, if we can, if all six of us can shoot the shit and you know put put ourselves out there, put being, ourselves out there, yeah. put our, showing our per, personality. Yes, yeah. worst case scenario, we look like a bunch of hooligans, <laughs> and we have some memories in our back pocket. You know. I agree. You know, it's it really is. It's like um, 
I mean, when I left my old company, uh, a friend said, you know, they were all giving me a, 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 they gave a going a party and going away party and they all said nice things and little tidbits. And one really stuck with me because in tough times, I just tell myself, go with your gut. Because she Mm -hmm. said, Lisa, your gut has never been wrong. You know, you have really good instincts and just go with your gut. And I think you're going to do amazing. And that's kind of, you know what, you, you know what you're doing. You're confident in, in your knowledge, right? You guys yeah. know exactly yeah. what you're talking about, and you're really enjoyable people too. So, why wouldn't I want to work with you or yeah. buy insurance yeah. with you? Yeah. And yeah. go with your gut. Just yeah. do what you're doing, and don't overthink it. And I'm an overthinker, so yeah. you know. Same. Which, <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, the other thing I was gonna say about like the social media aspect is whether people are stopping and actually reading or watching or whatever it is they're seeing you so it doesn't matter as far as I think it was my microphone okay um it doesn't matter really what the content is necessarily but when they think about insurance for instance hopefully they think of us right yeah like oh I remember these people they're an insurance agency Mm -hmm. and I've seen their faces all over the place yeah (laughs) sorry guys yeah no you know the the people with the yellow and the black and they're always you know you don't that's exactly right so it's very parallel with retail is you can do something to put yourself out there hoping to maybe drive traffic, say, that night. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't happen, and you could easily say, well, that didn't work. I'm not doing that again. Right. Yeah. But what right. you don't know is the traffic that might be coming later. And yep. so, yep. you know, you have to use your instincts. You have to maybe try it again and, yeah. you know, fine-tune it. And it's just... It's a whole new stress, <laughs> but is. it's welcome. I, it I enjoy it. I love it's it. It's fun. I think... I don't know how frequently you do like any kind of videos or reels but we we try to have fun <laughs> as much as we can it's on my list for 2023 I there you don't, go because I just goals yeah goals. if I'm you need if you need a uh, guest appearance to <laughs> push you onto the frame no I know exactly where I'm coming, <laughs> I'm coming <here. laughs> we'll nudge you right on there yeah I know where to go now it's so funny. <laughs> so if you knew someone starting a business mm-hmm. um, or had ambitions to start a business. What advice would you give them? Oh, gosh. such a It's always such a great question. Um, and, I, and people ask this a lot. Uh, so first of all, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm sure they've done their research. They have their business mm-hmm. plan, but you would be surprised how many people have not even done that they just they might see success somewhere and go I can do that you've done your business plan you've done your research you know your demographics and you know then put the pedal to metal and do it don't wait you you have to move on it because someone else will do your idea yeah and that's what honestly I kept telling myself like hurry up hurry up hurry up because Mm -hmm. someone else is going to do this and then you are just going to be so mad at yourself. Yeah. And I was with, you know, Lee Summit. I always wanted a boutique. And then here's one. There's two. There's three. There's four. There's five. Gosh, you know, darn it. I, I could yeah. have done that. Yeah. And I just stayed here. Like, why didn't I do that? Mm-hmm. So do it. Because there's always going to be something yeah. else that you need to do to be 100% ready. You'll never yeah. be right. 100% ready. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Just yeah. yeah, I was still tagging the first day I was opening. I didn't even have social media, <laughs> you know, platforms yet. Yeah. And I didn't know, yeah. you know, it's okay. But um, just go, do it. Yeah. 
That's so good. You have to. You have to just not don't do it when you're ready because you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be ready. It's never going to be perfect, ever. The longer you wait, if you believe in yourself, then go. Because someone, and it might be you, starts telling you doubtful things. Right. You know, you might be telling yourself, oh, no, this is a bad idea. Or someone else (laughs) is going to tell you it's a bad idea. If you believe in it, do it. And hurry up. Um, And, you know, like I said, someone else will come up with that, that great idea down the road. I also think, um, you know, we talked about traffic. That that is something mm-hmm. too. Going into it, just having knowing, you know, what my dad did to build his business. You have to go in knowing that you're going to own the results of your business one hundred percent, and you cannot go in thinking that the store across the street or the insurance agency across the street is going to help you get your traffic. Okay. And I mean that in a way that you have to have the mentality to drive your own business. Yeah. Um, yep. Yes, of course you're going to have customers that go into the insurance agency across the street and they happen to see you and they come visit you. That's that's great. We're sharing traffic. Mm-hmm. We benefit from each other. But, um, yeah, sometimes people are like, well, how's the traffic? Well, how good are you at driving traffic would be what go. I want to know. Yeah, that's so <laughs> I good. love that analogy but for sure. There, there's happy accidents, like you're mm-hmm. just saying yeah. about people strolling by. But uh-huh. you, I mean, you got to go and get it. Yeah. yeah. You've got to go and get it. And that's what, um, you know, like the Lee Summit thing, you know, definitely I, I, the pros and cons. Oh, they have traffic, but that doesn't mean that it's my traffic. Right. And the and the rent is crazy high in Lee mm-hmm. Summit. Well, how much would I need to you know gross there or net there right. to make make a go of it? And who's to say that I can't drive the same traffic or better in Pleasant Hill? Right. You know, so you know you yeah. have to be responsible for that. You own your own business, and the great thing is, is you know I'm so lucky, honestly, because I do love downtown Pleasant Hill. And it's very exciting to see these new businesses, yes. the businesses that are very already there. So. Yes. You know, we all share kind of the same passion, and it's our livelihood. Everybody down there has to make it work, right. or they won't have a business. Right. It's not a hobby. That's awesome. Even though it is a hobby. It is a <laughs> it's hobby. probably the lead you to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm really lucky because I'm, I'm in a good neighborhood, you know, with yeah. really good people. So. Yeah, for sure. It's, awesome. it's it's so true what you're saying that you know all the responsibility being a business owner mm-hmm. falls back on the business owner mm-hmm. the person doing the thing and it can seem really daunting i think but on the very flip side of it it's also very freeing mm-hmm. that absolutely everything okay everything all of this is within my control um and I don't know. I think yeah, it can be yeah. daunting and freeing at the same time, kind of depending on which lens yeah. you're looking through. Right. So, uh, yeah. I want to go back to when you were talking about you just have to go for it. So, I don't know that you know probably our story of starting yeah, an agency. Yeah, I'm dying to know. So, we were sitting on our couches <laughs> on a Tuesday night. Well, um, first it was the Mexican restaurant. The Mexican restaurant was the first place. Oh, okay. The margaritas so kicked off the, the conversation. The margaritas well, were flowing. At this <laughs> no, time, I really don't remember. At this time, she had quit from 
Dental yeah. hygiene. Yeah, you're right. I had left education because I was a teacher before this. Um, the guys were doing some consulting work together, and so we're all just sitting there. We were all kind of working for this consulting. You were. Yeah, I was doing like content for yeah. them you as were, well. Yeah, so you were doing like a lot of document editing yeah. and, and like graphics, uh, graphic design, that kind of thing. And then I was going to be joining and doing what Sales. the guys were doing. So I was kind of like in the training process of doing that. Anyway, sorry. So then we just decided to go to dinner one night. We're like, let's do this. Let's just do it ourselves. Let's just mm-hmm. open our own business. So within a couple weeks, it was a done deal. We were doing it. Like yeah, there literally. was no looking back. So yeah. we started this plan in July and we were in here and open by... September first. In, in that week, that's really fast. That's <laughs> I know. Great. So, I know. Wait, wait. Say the dates again. We we started talking about it in July, June, June or July. No, I think July is July, right. and then we were open by September first. Honestly, kind of wicked. Right. I don't know <laughs> that why. is that is unbelievable. That's I mean, that's such of... a great story. Honestly, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean. I'm proud of you guys because <laughs> that I can't even imagine the amount of fear. Um, going yes. into that, and then just and so was, much risk. It, it was all, but household. it's all worth it, right? So worth it. But it was all household income at once. Yes. So it was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. we have to drive this bus, or it's not going. It ain't anywhere. going anywhere. <laughs> yes. So I, I, that's I, to I, allude on kind of what you meant. Yes. Like you just have to go. For yeah. It, it is absolutely. so. It is. It is so scary. It and is. Fear can paralyze you, but Absolutely. fear can drive you too. Yeah, and you know, and what you're saying, yes, yes, <laughs> typically it is so scary because you're probably using your 401k that you just spent 20 years <laughs> building up to launch this business right. that hopefully is going to work, or your kid's college fund and yeah. you know your life savings has gone into it, and you know it's so scary to think that way. But yeah. if you believe in yourself, I mean, you have to do it. If you yeah, can't believe in yourself, who do you believe in? That's right. So someday you'd look. I just kept thinking, if I don't do this, I'm going to really be so upset someday. I'm going to look back and at myself and think, why didn't I do that? Yeah. You could have done that. You you could have done that. You know enough about this industry. Yeah. You've had a lot of experience in it. You could do that. You know, That's Lisa. So, cool. so um, I just encourage people. You know. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not easy, but it can be so rewarding and. Uh, you know, you're probably gonna you're gonna be taking a pay cut. That's yeah. that's yeah. for sure. You don't yeah. get the same benefits you used to get. Right. You don't right. get yeah. insurance and all, you know, all that. Well, you do, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> but you're not building someone yeah. else's right. business. Right. You're building an asset yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And I so and a, something that I always ask myself, I'm like, you know, if if I envision myself laying on my deathbed, would I when I'm making decisions, <clears throat> would I regret? Yes. Not having done this thing, right? Whatever it is, right? And that's kind of my I, morbid way of thinking. I, I know it's, it gives me little goosebumps, things like that. <laughs> it really does, and I I couldn't agree more. So one of the other driving factors I kept thinking about was, um, and you know, you have kids, mm-hmm. right? So I kept thinking, um, you know, listening to my dad. My dad okay. was a partner in a business, and he and his partner decided to that they wanted to be sole owners. Okay, so they they wrote down with the bid of what they'd mm-hmm. buy the other person out for, right? A mm-hmm. blind bid. Whoever had the top bid won, the other guy was out. Oh, wow. My dad lost. 
So he did not have the top bid, so immediately he was out. Wow. And, um, and that's what inspired me because um, my mom said uh, that he, he said something like, well, you know, hey, toots, he was called toots. Hey, toots, it's the first time in my life that I've, that I've been unemployed. And they had two boys, so I wasn't born yet. And within two weeks, like, kind of like you guys, like, boom, he had found a new place to open a business and had a business wow. going within two weeks. Wow. And I, I just thought, you know, oh, my gosh, not only was he a risk taker and it worked out, but, you know, I know my dad, a hard worker. That's how I grew up. I can do that, too. But he left a legacy because, you know, he built something for our family. My right. brother owns the business now. And um, I thought, what can I do? I want to inspire my kids. You know, right. even though I didn't learn this right. story and tell this whole story, I knew part of it until I was, you know, 40, <clears throat> excuse me, 48 years old. I thought, well, I want my kids to be inspired by me. I want to have a legacy for them or something that they can go on. And I'm, I know, again, it sounds gushy, but uh, I thought, well, I want to show them that you can you can do what you want to do. You know, you, yeah. can, you can make a change at 50 years old. You can go a different direction. You can make the decisions yourself and um, that it will work out. Yeah. It'll be okay. Even if I fail, I want them to know that it's going to be okay. And yeah. so, and, and it did, you know, I've got a son that's going to be 21 in February and he's a little unsure of exactly what he wants to do, but you know, he's, he's been inspired. He, mm-hmm. he sees himself as being a business owner. Yeah. Um, cause he's, he's seen me in my whole career kind of, you know, my district is like running a business, but you're yeah. still working for somebody else. Yeah. right? So he's seen that. And, um, of course, the little one. I mean, he's going to be a YouTuber, so that doesn't. That won't. <laughs> oh my God, that won't, I love that. Yeah, him. he's going to be a. Well, he's going to be a lot of things, but you know how it is. <laughs> football, famous football player, YouTuber, and and a coder. There we go. Coder. Hey, so. we have to have them. Yeah, we yeah, do. yeah. We need all those things. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was another thing too. Is I, I don't want to look back at this and say I didn't do something that could really inspire my kids yeah. to change their life and. Yeah and pursue their dream hopefully at an earlier age than I did you know it's the only regret that I have I didn't do it sooner yeah 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 I feel like a lot of parents they will and I'm I don't have kids so take this for what it's worth um you know they they want to show their kids that they can do anything Mm -hmm. simultaneously showing up to a job that they hate and complain about every single day Mm -hmm. so it's kind of an, an interesting thing that they want to show them something but they're living a life Mm -hmm. that completely like um contradicts Mm -hmm. the lesson that they're trying trying to teach so it's so cool that you have this concept that you want to show them and you're living it out yep Yep. every day you're showing up and you're you're showing up for the dream you're showing up for the desire and that will speak volumes to them yeah. yeah, I know. Sometimes I feel like a hippie mom because I, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, my older son is very cautious. He's really cautious, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't ever do, which is good. I should be glad that he doesn't take risks. But I thought, oh, you need to, you need to push him a little bit to, to do <laughs> something, to try something. He's a little, you know, I mean, he, he, this probably should not make the. He'd be upset if I was saying this, probably. But yeah, I, I thought I need to show him, like, you, you know, uh-huh. you can. You can go out on the edge a little bit and jump, and it's going to be fine. It's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. Because I want him to do a little bit more of that. But, yeah, um, yeah he's so very cool. conservative. Good for you. <laughs> That's so cool. 
<laughs> All right, so Willow Boutique, how can we find you? Social media, do you have a, you, should, you have a website, correct? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, um, we, so the website is mywillowboutique.com. Okay. Uh, we're on Facebook, so Willow Boutique, and then we're on Instagram, it's willowboutique underscore ph. Underscore ph. Yes. Okay. Well, um, you know, one of the things I did not realize is there are a lot of other Willow Boutiques. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the name meant something for me, so I was like, well, whatever. So, Tell us about what that. does what that? Yeah, what does it mean? Well, um, I, I shared with you earlier that my my mom was passing away of um, cancer, she had ovarian cancer, so it was a really, you know, it was quick. And so we were kind of in the midst of that is when I started formulating the idea that, you know, I need to pursue my dream mm-hmm. and life is short. And so I was really struggling with a name for the boutique, and we were um, going back to Nebraska to kind of, it was a year later, to close out her estate mm-hmm. with my brothers. Yeah. My brothers still live back there, and, you know, we're just bouncing ideas off the chalkboard, so to speak, like, oh, what about this? What about that? What about Lisa's boutique? I'm like, no, I don't want my name. <laughs> you know, I kept saying, I want something pretty. I want like a bird or flower or nature. And um, we're just driving and in the middle of this field, we're almost to my mom's, there's this just giant willow tree. And somebody said, how about willow? And I thought, you know, I, I love that because from- so pretty, the, I love that. This is what I wanted for my boutique. My, the idea of the boutique was I wanted something that would be comfortable, that everybody felt welcome because I shared mm-hmm. with you that you know I could go into a boutique and you know nothing was going to fit me, you know, and, right. and you know even though that might be the size I wear, but it's not fitting. Yeah, and it didn't make me feel good, and I didn't want that. I wanted a boutique where everybody felt really good about themselves or could feel good about themselves. I wanted a place that you could say to Michaela, "Hey, meet me at Willow." Yeah. And you knew exactly what yeah, she yeah. meant. Okay, yeah, meet me at Willow. And so that's kind of a little bit of my tagline is meet me at the Willow. Oh, I love that. I want you to feel comfort. I want it to feel like this is a great place to be and to socialize with my, you know, mm-hmm. just sitting under the Willow tree with my friends. And, and I do I do parties. And, and that's, the parties are great. And, and it formulate, that's formulated too is the idea of bringing you and your friends together because I know how it is. I mm-hmm. am that this way and my friends are this way is we get busy with life and mm-hmm. you you realize I've done everything I do is I, I do for my kids and when's the last time I got to hang out with my girlfriends? And and some right. women are great at it. You know, right. they make time for it and I just not and I, I know that my friends aren't either because I'm if I'm the one who's coordinating it then I know they're <laughs> bad at it. Yeah. So I thought, well, let's do parties because then, you know, if you like to shop, there you come you down, you can shop for clothes, but you get to connect with your girlfriends yeah. or your maybe it's a family family members. So that was by design that we would immediately we offered shopping parties, which worked out great because, you know, COVID we were able to do small groups still, yeah. you know, and um, they were able to see each other, you know, a little so, bit. Wow, that's so And it was cool. private, so, you know, the rest of the public wasn't in. It was these people making a decision right, to shop. Right. So, yeah, I wanted something that, and, and it worked, because Willow is definitely like a gathering place, and it's, and I think if you look it up, it stands for strength and courage, and, that's you know, so it's cool. it's flexible, but yet it's strong, you know, and that's, that's how I feel as a, as a mom and as a leader, so. That fit perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. So, awesome. 
Well, we really appreciate you coming on today and yes, joining thank us you so much and for doing hearing this. the history. Yes. Of fun. And we thank you for, you know, pushing yourself out of your <laughs> comfort zone. I yes. know that it's so weird to It is, but I, I am telling you know, I I know every day I think I gotta do or I need to do a reel, I need to do a video. <laughs> yeah, and twenty twenty three I promise you twenty twenty three, if not sooner, it's almost here. I will Get going on that, you know, you we'll be accountable to that. There you go. That would help. We'll, we'll just show you. up. We'll just show up yeah. and say, We're All right, do a real. I already have anxiety. Now, thinking of too funny. Lock the door for oh, seat. Yeah, all right. They're coming. <laughs> well, That's you guys funny. are great. You're doing an, a fantastic job, and I yeah. love your story. That is absolutely amazing just such a quick turnaround yes it was it was wild (laughs) really 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 nice and supportive of what you're doing with your podcast too to you know highlight other businesses it just shows a lot about your character and who you are as a people and as a business that means a lot so we love it it. we love it so much thank you so much thank you lisa and we will see you guys later peace Bye. Bye. bye